Jamie, and we are here at the Peter Wolf House with the owner Jan Watt, and that is baby Otto you hear in the background crying. <laughs> he just wanted to give us some um, ambient noise. Right. He comes to all of, all of the events. He's he like is, our mascot. He's really well behaved though. So, <laughs> um, so we're going to ask Jan some questions about what it's like to live in the Peter Wolf House. Yeah, so Jan, I'm going to start off and I really want to know what made you want to not only live in a house like this, but what made you want to tackle such a big project of restoring a historical home? I think that generally when you come into a home and you want, you see it, you look for the wow factor. Mm -hmm. That you look and you think, well, I can live here. And I was in a house at 1846 in uh, uh, Mechanicsburg and I loved it, absolutely loved it. And when I saw this, I went gaga because uh, Ann and Tom Wolf had done such a good job at starting it, and we wanted to finish. Mm. It'll never be finished. <laughs> <laughs> and so we're in the foyer of the house, and you told us earlier that the colors that you see in the wainscoting, that's the original paint. The original paint, it's not reproduced. It's the original paint, and Ann and Tom Brown used uh, uh, razor blades to peel off centuries of paint to get down to this color. And I think the original color was much brighter, but because of chemical right. interaction and right. things like that. I didn't realize that they actually were able to carve away layers of paint, but then keep this one. And well, they knew they got down to the last one, I think, but the spindles on the staircase are amazing. I mean, how. I, I wouldn't have had the perseverance right. to <laughs> I don't know. I think you're selling yourself short. I mean, look at all the amazing things you have done. Well, it's it's okay. It's for the house. It's for history. And, of course, it's I sort of push my husband along. He, he just puts up with me. So, But this is a passion, and it's a dream. Mm -hmm. It truly is. You were telling us earlier about the boards on the floor and mm -hmm. how originally they would have big boards, but some of these boards are smaller. Mm -hmm. why, and why was that? Well, I'd always, all the things that I had read on, on Facebook and on um, books, magazines, everything, they, people would show up these wide boards. And I came in here and these are the original floorboards. And I thought, you know, if he wanted to impress somebody, why aren't they wide? Because definitely they had the lumber at the time. But what I learned was it took a lot more money to make this type of floor and not the wide boards. Mm -hmm. So he is, his purpose for doing it was to make the house appear to be as expensive and see I'm successful, you want to do business with mm -hmm. me. So I, I thought through the research that I did, that I found the reason why okay. they did this, he did this. It's intentional. So, would you have been friends with Peter Wolf? You think? Do you like who he was as a person? He and I probably would have had some interesting conversations <laughs> about certain things because we have a gentleman's room, and of course, after the women and the men would would socialize. The men would leave and go into the gentleman's room, sans the women, because you know the women weren't 
capable <laughs> of such heady things as business and politics. So we would have had our heyday. What do you use a gentleman's room for now? Uh, watching TV and football and I love that. Uh, what gentlemen would have used it for if they had TV? Yeah, <laughs> and now ladies, right? Yeah, and, and what we do too is we just put there's pipe things. It's very masculine room, and we do have very comfortable furniture in there mm, too. Good. It, it, it's it's for comfort. Yeah, and football. <laughs> I love that. That should have been our title. Yeah. Comfort and football. There we go. So you write on, wrote on Facebook, you don't have to own an historic home to care about it. What can people do to support preservation projects like this or others around the county? Well, one of the reasons I encourage myself to do the interview and to get involved um, is the fact that I, I realize that I have less time ahead of me than I have behind me. So what can I do now that will make sure that all this wasn't in vain? Because they've already tried once to tear it down. And it, it would just break my heart that after all the love that we put into, it's not the money, it's not, it's the love and the history that you can't replace it. And I see pictures all the time, you know, when I was doing research on the house, of things that are no longer there. Mm -hmm. And even with the house, and it just breaks my heart. So I wanna get as many people as I can to come in. We have tours, we have, I, I can't count how many people without trying to get them in to appreciate mm -hmm. what is their history mm -hmm. because I'm not even a native of York County. So what? <laughs> Where are you from? <laughs> Western Pennsylvania. Oh, okay. Well, at least it's Pennsylvania. So, yeah, yeah, it is Pennsylvania. <laughs> but uh, you know, I've taken this on. This is my process, and if I can do something to get so this house is safe. Because we're six feet away from research. Right. Oh yeah. my gosh. Yeah, make, actually, I it just made me think of um, a few months ago now, someone ran into my house That's at their right. car, and, um, and we need significant um, repairing. It's going to oh, be significant. Yes. And that, I mean, that could happen here. I mean, they're right, we could hear people drive by as we speak. Wait till you hear the chain breaks. Oh no. <laughs> Wakes you up in the middle of the night. Four o'clock in the morning. <laughs> yeah, I mean, people forget, especially with historic homes, the home was there before the modern road was there. So people aren't deliberately building five feet off the road. Right, right. You know, if you could sit back farther, you would, but. <laughs> well, the thing is, too, a lot of the main thoroughfares were uh, indigenous people's trails. Mm -hmm. This right. was. Right, yeah. And it was really Peter Wolf, I tell him all the time. Your fault, <laughs> all right, because the thing is, it, he arranged for the road was originally one road over. Well, he had a tavern here in his house and then built the five mile house. And what he did as, as supervisor of highways is have the main road here so he could get the business. He was supervisor of highways, yes, and it was an appointed job with a lot of, uh, I mean, they just didn't 
point anybody. Right. Yes. Mm -hmm. no. Oh, yes. What didn't he do at this point? Right. <laughs> well, this is this is my point, and for him to more or less be forgotten or known what's on his his tombstone. I mean, really? I mean, what and what's on his tombstone? Oh, <laughs> let's see if I can. <laughs> it's all in German, for good reason. But do you have it there? It's so, yeah, it's like he had dropsy and we cited there. 22 gallons. <clears throat> his illness was dropsy, which he was drained four times of 22 and a half gallons of water. Do you know how they <laughs> drained it? Or do you? <laughs> no. Because I did the research on that oh, too. Okay. Because it wasn't bloodletting. But what they would do, since a lot of the fluid was in the abdomen and the chest, they would make holes in the abdomen and have the person lean forward mm. and yes it oh, wasn't yeah. and drain this way you couldn't lay lie right. down because if you did then your heart and your lungs oh. would be flooded see so. during the end of my grandpa's life he had congestive heart failure and had fluid buildup and to i mean I, they siphoned it off in the hospital when a more modern better right. way to do it but just to imagine them being like you know yeah, let me make a hole and lean forward. And this is before they understood germ theory. Yeah, like exactly. yeah. And he died in the house, right? Yes. What room exactly. did he die in? He died in, in what I call his house, his room. His bedroom is a small one. I know which corner. Oh, really? And yes. I mean, I have friends that see things that I don't. And uh, they told me when they walked in that. Uh, he said, I'm a very important person. And I said, that's <laughs> What would you have put on his tombstone? Mm, that's very interesting. I, I would put down that, that he lived his life well. He did a lot of things for a lot of people. He was an immigrant and a German immigrant at that, but he was successful. I think there's a wolf gene that just he just, just doing the research on him determined a lot of things that I did mm -hmm. in the house because I think, you know, what would he have done? Hmm. So. And I, is Mount Wolf then? Like it's across the county. So is that any that, relation? Yeah, Governor Wolf was his sixth great grandchild. So, so why is Mount Wolf though named that? Because it's before the governor. Wolves. They moved over there and then named a the yes, town they after did. themselves. Mm, wow. <laughs> yeah. Why do you think Peter Wolf didn't name this area, like, I don't know, Wolfville or something? I think it was, number one, the development had, hadn't reached five miles out. So this was really rough territory at mm. the time. And um, the, there were a lot of settlers that really squatted before they had the Blunston Grants of 1736. And that's when Penn let the space open. But um, he he built this house when he was in his early 20s. Whoa. Yeah. That's what it. What have I done? Oh my <laughs> yeah. gosh. Yeah, exactly. He'd have been a visionary, really. Oh, he was. And he was motivated. I mean, he was a, um, a tanner and a uh, saddler in Yorktown. And it was a very lucrative job. Very lucrative. And then he moved out here and he purchased land from Heinrich Bott, who was his uh, father-in-law. And that was 1750, 
four. Okay. I have that, and we have a uh, a license for the tavern that I have the the copy of that was 1760, and the tavern wasn't built until 1762. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I wish I could see a time lapse of oh, like when I first oh built the house gosh. and then what it looked like and then also his acreage and to see yeah. it shrink too because now this is 1.1 acres yes. right so it went from a thousand down to 1.1 mm -hmm. the barn used to be a part of the property but it's not anymore no not anymore it was for sale when we bought this property and I had people ask me oh well, why didn't you buy the barn well, the fact that the barn was twice as much as the house was, and we knew we had work to do in here, right. that we couldn't stretch ourselves that much. Yeah. So, um, and then, of course, I wanted to furnish it, and it had 14, has 14 rooms. So to furnish it correctly, yeah. yes. Well, I love the, what you've done. I love what you've done with the place. I feel like it's a, it's a TV show. But I, I do, it is beautiful and you walk in and it, and it smells good. Because I mean, you have the wood stove burning and you have, um, what, what's the, um, oh, what do you put on the wood stove? Well, I, I started that when we did the Christmas um, open house and tours. And it's a uh, cast iron uh, Dutch oven and you put, I put cider, you can put apple juice in, but it's like whole clove, oranges, cranberries, nutmeg, um, great. cinnamon. Like Christmas. Yeah, exactly. And and it, it's nice, especially when we have three cats and three dogs. Oh, okay. <laughs> you can't tell. Oh, good. Yeah. Good. Good. So any other last things that Dami and I should know about Peter Wolf and this beautiful house? He was amazing, his family was amazing, and they continue to be amazing. And anytime the family would like to come and see their roots, they're more than welcome. And, you know, this house doesn't belong to us. It won't, it isn't. It belongs to everybody in York County. And I'd like to encourage people, we're going to have a reunion on September 14th of all the descendants wow. of Peter Wolf, we have some interested people from Hawaii huh. and Delaware that are interested in this. If you have a family member that has lived here at one time, we welcome you with open arms. And we have several organizations that will be here. We're going to have food trucks and uh, hopefully if, if my husband lets me a bounce house for the <laughs> Sold. Auto come home. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you so much. Thank this has been you. an awesome interview, and you've opened our ho your house to us. So we're very appreciative of that. It doesn't belong to us. It belongs to everybody. Yeah. Else. That's amazing. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. All right, thanks, viewers. See ya.